Welcome to the With You Always podcast, brought to you by Sushipe, the online community and formation platform for disciples. Here we invite followers of Jesus Christ to share reflections and wisdom from the journey. Our hope is to instill a recognition that God is indeed with us always. Today, Lois Heron, writer and blogger from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, shares what God is doing in her life. Greetings, friends. Hear the gospel reading for today from St. Matthew, chapter 14. When Jesus heard of the death of John the Baptist, he withdrew in a boat to a deserted place by himself. The crowds heard of this and followed him on foot from their towns. When he disembarked from the boat and saw the vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them, and he cured their sick. When it was evening, the disciples approached him and said, This is a deserted place, and it is already late. Dismiss the crowds so that they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. He said to them, There is no need for them to go away. Give them some food yourselves. (laughs) But they said to him, Five loaves and two fish are all we have. Then he said, Bring them here to me. And he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he said the blessing, broke the loaves and gave them to his disciples, who in turn gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied, and they picked up the fragments left over, twelve wicker baskets full. Those who ate were about 5,000 men, not counting women and children. It's a familiar passage to us, but it's the first sentence in today's gospel reading that caught my attention as I read this narrative. It struck me that this moment before Jesus cares for the crowd may very well be worth my consideration. There are so many of these laconic in-between phrases throughout the Gospels. We know there are no wasted moments with Jesus, therefore there are no wasted words in his Gospel. Jesus is always revealing the way back to God. So the obvious questions for me seem to be, why did Jesus withdraw from the disturbance? What am I to observe here? What is Jesus saying to me at this moment? This week, as I've meditated on this particular phrase, I've been interrupted or disturbed in a slow recovery from a viral infection, which is nothing in the vast scheme of things. Yet I find that when sickness disrupts my life, all I want to do is withdraw and be left alone to find a place to rest. It seems only natural that I settled on the phrase, Jesus withdrew. Join me to consider Jesus' actions in this sentence. It reads, when Jesus heard of the death of John the Baptist, he withdrew in a boat to a deserted place by himself. The disciples had just informed Jesus that his cousin John, the last prophet of Israel, 
had been executed for telling King Herod to repent of his perversive sin. Jesus had to be disturbed by the news. It was nerve-wracking, soul-wrenching information. How would have I responded? Would my first thought be to withdraw from the tragedy? Or would I react in an angry rage over the injustice of it all? Would I wring my hands in fear over what might happen next to me? Or would I pridefully declare that it was finally my turn to get all the attention now that John was out of the way? I believe the Lord's de Lord desires to show me his more perfect way. Following Jesus' lead here transforms reacting into responding. There's not much difference in the definition of those words, is there? But there can be acres of emotional meaning between them. Withdrawing from whatever assaults me, be it in a moment or for days, allows room in my soul for me to recollect who I am as the beloved daughter of the Lord so that I respond in the needed way, not in an emotionally triggered way. Triggered way. It helps me to remember that everything that comes to me has already passed before me, but before my loving Lord, I'm sorry. That can be easy to remember when something good has happened to me. But when something disturbs me, it's a little harder to first remember how a beloved daughter of the Lord responds. Disturbances can be as simple as a last moment change in plans or as gutting as losing a loved one. Disturbances are part of the human condition. What did Jesus do with his disturbance? His humanity took it in and he withdrew to a deserted place where he, the incarnated God-man, entered into the sanctuary of who he is, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And what did his humanity choose to do about the disturbance? He united his disturbance with his prayer in the Holy Trinity. That's a mystery to me, but it is the truth of the matter. And I want that for myself more than I want to get caught up in the disordered, frantic, and often myotic, myopic reactions. If I truly believe that I am a beloved daughter of my Heavenly Father, then it follows that I would choose Jesus' pattern. Lord, what do you want to reveal to me in the disturbances of life? You allow them, and you will always use them to show me a more excellent way. Forgive me when I dissemble in disordered anger, fear, or pride. Teach me to withdraw. You chose to walk away from the disturbance, not because you were in denial, but because you needed a sanctuary of prayer. Forgive me when I forget that it is in silence and rest with you that I receive your wisdom and understanding. Teach me to pray. 
you walked back into the broken humanity around you who were disturbed by so many things, great and small. They were hungry, mind, body, and soul hungry. You told the fretting disciples to bring to you what they had. Isn't that what you are telling me when I'm disturbed? Beloved, bring it to me and let me blow your mind with how much I love you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, it is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Hi everyone, my name is Eric Gallagher, the founder of Sushipe, the online community and formation platform for disciples. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening and also to encourage you to check out our online community at sushipe.co. That's S-U-S-C-I-P-E dot C-O. At sushipe.co, we're constantly offering free book studies, self-guided mini retreats, opportunities for family fun, prayer, and more. If you're interested in engaging with a community of individuals who are desiring to grow deeper in their spiritual lives, check out sushipe.co and get involved today.